1: In the 10, good morning, everyone. Saturday morning, it is the third morning of December 2022. Good old 710 KNUS in and the Weather Center, 47 and sunny, 25 tonight and 52 tomorrow. Coming up, uh, Robbie Farrell, the general manager, high Harley-Davidson, Abby Siegel from the Press Club. In the meantime, he's scheduled to do the shoot with me uh, this Thursday, but I wanted to bring him on because of this goofball event in the Republican Party, the internals, the uh, the purging. And just an overview of what we've seen. Dick Wadams, good morning, sir. Thanks for coming back up on the show. Good morning, Peter. Nice to be with you. You too. Um, boy, on the shoot, and it hasn't come up yet, we did it on Thursday, 3.30 Thursday afternoon. Joe O'Day came in and sat with me for 40 minutes. And wow. it's, yeah, I can't wait to see it. I think it was, modestly he said, extremely well done. And old day, sort of a post mortem of what happened to him. And my personal belief is he was a he was a crib death. He was stillborn. Uh, the people that the same people that were in the back of that pickup truck, they wanted Tina Peters and they wanted that what's that idiot's name that shoots adding machines with high powered rifles, and they wanted those Pronto. people. Yeah, yeah, they wanted those people. Right, and they cut his throat before he got up and ran. And yeah, they didn't.
2: Yeah. They didn't help him. No.
1: Oh. So let's let's go back. Uh, you saw that tape, and it was interesting. Channel Nine couldn't wait to cover it. Right. What the hell was that all about? Well,
2: I think they're serving notice that uh, they not only want to take control of what's left of the Republican Party, but they want to purge anybody in the Republican Party who doesn't walk the same path they do in terms of stolen election conspiracy theories, and then throw in their defense of um, Tina Peters. <clears throat> and as you know, Peter, she told the Colorado, uh, Politics.com reporter, uh, Ernest Looting, that she is considering running for Colorado Republican state chair.
1: As is Rich Wyatt. Rich Wyatt, apparently Chuck Monwell told me Rich wants to run for state chair, too. Um, yeah. Makes sense.
2: I mean, uh, you know, I, it, j- just when I thought the party could not fall any further than it has, these, these folks do this news conference last week. And the tone of it, Peter, was just so uh, mm-hmm. unbelievable. Uh, calling calling anybody who disagrees with them, whores,
1: yeah. um, raider, bottom liars. They used the term, uh, I'm, I'm being nice, they said bottom wipes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yes. That's brilliant. I mean, and then they 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 made very personal comments about uh, uh, Christy Burton Brown. Yep, I mean, they, they criticized did. her leadership, but then they they attacked her her oh, physical appearance. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it's just kind of mind boggling.
1: Well, is it? Are they in a death rattle right now? Is this the Republican Party's death rattle? I, O'Day actually. Um, I never met him, and he did the radio show with us once, so uh-huh. I, I, I have no sense of him. It turns out I knew his dad. His dad was a lieutenant on the vice squad.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
1: right. Yeah, and um, I actually like he he laid back a little bit, which leads me to believe that he's not done running. He you know he got the belly fire, wants to go again, but he understood what happened to him.
3: Yeah. That,
1: that they had him. They had, and then the other part of it: how does Heidegenau end up going on? Steve Bannon's television show with Roger Stone.
2: This? I was dumbfounded by that. Uh, those last couple of days before the election, uh, I think she had it in her mind that she was only a point or two behind Polls, oh, that and that she true. needed to make one final appeal to those uh, to that part of the party that was right. um, thinking about uh, supporting Danielle Neuschwinger, <laughs> the American Constitution.
1: That was more of ta- was- that was more of talk radio. Manufacturing polling data. She lost. She lost yeah. by. She lost by over twenty points.
2: Yes. Yeah. And were, I don't know where she really got the idea, but yeah, that's why she talk radio. 20.
1: I mean, talk radio is one of the places. It's close. Oh, it's really close. I said, no, it's not close. Right. Well, I mean, it wasn't even in the ballpark. Right. Here's one for you. If the situations were reversed, Frisch and Lauren Boebert would Lauren Boebert have conceded or would she be screaming they stole it from me
4: Boy
2: Peter that has been a conversation I've, that has come up in conversations I've had with a lot of people and I'm going to think I'm going to I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that she would have seen the bigger picture and would have conceded defeat but there's a lingering doubt there I, <laughs>
1: Carrie Lake Arizona Oh well
2: but, yeah, but did you see the Wall Street Journal editorial today? No, I did not. Like, they have they they have now called Terry Lake the the new Stacey Abrams.
1: <laughs> well, they, they they were calling her Trump in high heels, but I mean, she she I saw her on that one where she's going, um, "I need people to come and fight for me and to go to jail for me." I said that was January sixth. That was Donald Trump said that. Yes, I I don't yeah. th- I think Bobert would be screaming that it was stolen from her. <laughs> That's me. So yeah. what what is the Republican? We're going to spend more time with this. But I mean, who in their right mind would want to be the head of the Republican Party in Colorado?
2: I don't know. Uh, I have no idea excuse me, who is uh, thinking about it. Man. But uh, I know that anybody that comes out of that crowd would be oh. a disaster.
1: Yeah. And
2: especially then especially Tina. Peter. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you something I said on the video that hasn't dropped. My sources in law enforcement told me that the GOP gave their employees the day off because they feared violence. How about that? Wow. That they actually feared violence, and they gave their employees the day off. Wow. But somebody's out there calling you a whore and a bottom wipe and everything, and thinking that that's going to work someplace for a middle-class family that is worried about crime and all the other issues, that this guy screaming whore is going to bring them around to the Republican Party.
2: It, well, the other thing, Tina Peters said that uh, we're not a blue state, we're not a purple state, we are a red state. And I'm thinking, has she noticed the election returns in the last few no, election no. cycles? Has she noticed what's going on no. with the car right away?
1: Hey, that other woman I rolled over on her, the other employee said she'd testify, and Tina's, yeah. going to, Tina's going to jail. I mean, I, I don't know where jail or prison or how much time she's going to do or not do, but, and then she will really become a martyr. Then she'll really become a modern day Joan of Arc for people standing in the back of pickup trucks. I mean, it's, that, a, a, it's, a, it's a great sadness. I mean, I am so, you want the state to be able to stand up and. Yeah. And each and every time these people will stab somebody in the back before it even ends.
2: Yeah, I watched all ninety minutes of that uh, so-called press conference, yeah. and it was it was, uh, it was I I couldn't I frankly never oh. believed it would be that bad.
1: Oh. but now their new one, the of course, is ballot harvesting, and no one can ever win again because they harvest. That's another way out the door. You know, another another way to cut the diamond. Okay, fine. You know, yeah. can can you win? No, you can't win. Then then why don't you people stay the five times out of it and see if somebody can?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: if they're if by they're, the way
2: I think Joe Day is a really fine guy I really think he grew as a candidate and um, I, I, I wasn't I didn't know him at all before the election but I really uh, respect him I think he's a yeah. good man
1: I can't wait till this comes up And to his credit
2: yeah
1: uh, I well, actually Blake caught him and said Peter and we'd never met I mean I really never met him and I, and, I, and I I said he would like you to come in. And people were starting to get aware of the shoot show. And he said, yeah, I'll be there. He said, I'm going to be late. And we said, we'll make it work. And he came in about 3.30 Thursday afternoon, plopped down. We did about 45 minutes unscripted. And he said, look, I got to go. I got a meeting. And he and, I, and he was walking out. And I said, you know, I got admiration for you coming in after a loss. But – and he's more off air. He is off where, when the cameras are off. He's far more aware of what happened. But yeah. I, I liked him. I genuinely liked him. I thought, now this guy's okay.
2: Yeah, and, I agree.
1: And so, but, you know, will he come back again? Will, would Eric come back again? I don't know. But, they're, yeah. they're, they're, you know, the definition of a rhino. My best one is Sheriff Reams, who is one of the most conservative law enforcement guys. Reams comes out and says, Trump lost. The next day he was a rhino.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw Steve last night actually, um, and we actually
1: talked about that. He's a good man. God, I like him a lot. Yeah, he, he he's going to do the toy run with us, and I'm, I'm. But he's the best. He is yeah. a good man. All right, I'll see you on. I think we're doing Wednesday or right. Thursday. Wednesday, we're together. And I just wanted to get your sense on this crazy thing that these guys did, and they put out a uh, press, yeah. and and then they served it up for Kyle Clark. Yeah, and I sure heard. Did. I, yeah, I heard Casper. On George Brockler's show, say there was 250. There wasn't 250 people there. And that was the only saving grace. Yep. Yep. All right, sir. I know. I'll see you this week. All right. Thanks, Dick. All right, we got open lines. 303-696-1971. I made this remark, isn't it odd, how little we know about the Colorado Springs nightclub shooter. And I had made the remark how little we know about the Boulder shooter Uh, The Syrian kid who went in and murdered those people, took his clothes off. They just disappeared him into the mental gulag. What do you know about the Q shooter, the Q nightclub shooter? Nothing. Is there a reason for that? Kanye West, Kanye and Trump and everything that's taking place. What do you think of that? And the Republican Party in the state of Colorado. They out harvested us and so we can't win. Let's see what happens. Your turn, Three hundred three six nine is officially ski season. I'm going up to Winter Park tomorrow and snow in the mountains, and it means it's time to make sure you got your gear and you're ready to get out there and have some fun. Take it from me if you need any ski or snowboard equipment. Larson Ski and Sport. Uh, Paul, John, the guys at Larson's, take the time to get to know you. I mentioned Alan Samuel went over with his girlfriend, and she got ski boots, and I'd learn more about getting ski boots just watching this guy fit the boots. If you're a renter, and make sure with your kids, like with my grandson, we rent because the shoes or the skis and the boots, and it's all going to be much bigger next year. So, snowboarding, same thing. Bring your ski. By the way, they have this deal, and I'm going, why? Just bring in your skis and they'll hand you a board if you want to try a board. I don't know why. But anyhow, Larson, so convenient. You stop on the way up the hill or stop on your way down. Westbound on I-70, you get off on the Kipling exit, come down the ramp, go underneath the tunnel, go underneath I-70, come out the other side, you see the crab shack on the west on, right, on the right-hand side, next to the crab shack. Big wooden box building, that's Larson Ski & Sport. Seven days a week, the experts are there. Whatever you need, it's there. Larson Ski & Sport, rentals particularly, are good stuff for everybody. South of I-70 on Kipling, 303 303-423-0654. It's LarsenSport.com, LarsenSport.com. Let me look what's been coming in here. Let me see. Why are you and Dick Wadham's not talking about the DMC and Twitter suppressing Blends Because that's not the story. You can certainly call the show. Good to see Joe O'Day is going to keep on trucking. I like him too. Yeah. See, this is the thing about talk radio. I love this. Why aren't you talking about this? 303-696-1971. Your turn. 710 K U.S. Got a note from Casper Stockham. Casper, let's get him on the show. Peter, this is Casper. I did not say there were 250 people there. I did say there was over 100 people there, but I didn't do a head count. I do have pictures if you'd like to see them. I saw the Channel 9 video, and... Okay, I accept it, but man, there was hardly, well, no one there, but it got a lot of attention. I get Casper on the show. Good morning, everyone. 710 KNUS, 47, the high today, 25 degrees tonight, and 52 on Sunday. Holidays are here, and the best way to change your waysides and get back in shape. My friends at Cynogenics, I'm doing some new stuff with uh, Dr. McAllen. It's really made a difference, so... You may be tempted to delay making healthy choices and you start making New Year's resolutions. I'd like to encourage you to think differently. The team at Senogenics approaches health care, disease prevention, and aging from a research based methodology. So, whether you want to lose weight, sleep better, increase your libido, boost your immunes, flu season's here, Senogenics can help. Dr. McCallan, Dr. McCallan is a healer. I mean, this is my, my best description. They create programs designed for you to help you focus, become stronger, and feel and control your life again. No fads, no gimmicks. Take control of your health. Don't suffer from low energy, lack of focus, weight gain, lousy sleep, poor libido. One more day, Dr. McAllen is the real deal. I mean, truly is the deal. Her number seven two zero three eight seven thirty six eighty one. 720-387-3681. There's a couple of great physicians there, Dr. Watts there. They just... The website, com. Before the holidays really hit, do yourself a favor. The man with a plan, Casper Stockham. I was driving to the gym, and I heard you on with George on, was it Friday morning that you did the show? Uh, It was the day after, I think, the the event.
5: So Thursday. I think it was Thursday.
1: So I watched the video. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've been friends a long time, man. Yep. I just I thought that was pretty 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 horrific.
5: <laughs> so, um I don't control what other people say, I, I only understand. control what I say. Yeah, but you know, you
1: you're in the room.
5: Absolutely, I was in the room and I'd be in the room again. I'd be in any room. Dude, I talked to Antifa.
1: Okay. No, I, oh, I understand. I'm going to be in
5: any room, yeah.
1: yeah. I understand that. I mean, it's like the great line Henry Kissinger said, you know, anybody can talk to anybody, it's what you talk about that counts.
5: Right, exactly.
1: And I thought, in watching the video, you were the one guy that was, you actually used the word unity. Yeah. And how long the thing was, an we hour? You were the only one that said <laughs> unity, so I give you that. You right. know, I, ga- I gave you that. Yeah. You know, my, my grandma, there's a whole thing from Ireland that they used to say, when you fly with the crows, you're going to get shot at.
5: <laughs> well, I've, I've been shot at, cussed at, called I I call all kind of names, I beat know. on, whatever. So I'm like.
1: Well, that's, I mean, I'm, I mean, I, me as well, but that's, and I kind of fluff it off, but. So here,
5: here, here's the thing. Every, every two years, we lose horribly, and everybody gets mad, and we have these gatherings and so forth. Now, this time, it was a, a lot more animated than in the past. Um, you won't know, be lost so people are frustrated so now the question is how do we pull all these factions together so we can have a a, a decent chance at winning elections and how, nobody how, has a
1: plan how many people in that Except parking lot how many people in that parking lot believe that donald trump actually won and it was stolen from him i have no idea i'd, I'd be probably a
5: lot, yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd be probably,
1: I'd, a lot though i'd, I'd be somewhere ninety nine percent How many of them believe? How many of them believe all kinds of lunacy?
5: That's okay, but guess what? There's a plenty, plenty of loony Democrats, and they all come together at the end.
1: You know (laughs) what you? You got to beat them.
5: I know, but I'm saying, the Democrats are masters at coming together, even with the loony left. And winning elections, we have to get good at that as well. We have to learn how to play the game like they play well, it,
1: Casper, and win. You were at the assembly in Colorado Springs, I believe. Were you not? Yes, yes, I was. They well, stabbed those people in the back the minute that started.
5: Well, what do you mean by stabbing the back? I, I don't. Did know did, did they that.
1: want O'Day to run, or did they, or did they want Pam Anderson? Is a really wonderful woman. Oh, and you
5: Neither neither Ode or Pam Anderson were at the uh, assembly.
1: I know set. that, but the people that were put up, well, they were smart enough to stay away. But Tina, okay, you, well, you can't you can't look at Tina Peters as anything but who she is.
5: The assembly elected some candidates. That's how the, the system works. Now, if those candidates didn't win in the in the primary, then that's also how the system works.
1: Yeah, but you guys wanted to close down the primary. You guys did not want an open primary. Had you had your way, and not saying you specifically, but if had you way, Tina Peters would have been on the ballot
5: well you could you well, not necessarily, but anyway, mm. um I definitely am a a closed primary individual. I was on the lawsuit that was put forth that um Christie decided not to support um mm. so yes, I want the 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 primaries closed
1: I don't get that one either, but for another well, I, day for another I mean, day
5: I, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you no, would they,
1: you would you would have had Tina Peters as your Secretary of State candidate, but that's not
5: true. Because no, no, that's it? not how the system works.
1: Well, who no. do you think who do you think it would have been?
5: Well, we don't know because ah. we're not there. But ah. listen, Peter, yes. hold on, hold on, right, hold all right, on. All right. So after the candidates come out of assembly, they still have to win the primary. In the primary, there are Republicans that are not at the assembly. So we don't know who would have won mm-hmm. out of out of that because it's
1: not automatic. That Tina would have been the, the uh, candidate. I, I'd, <laughs> I would have laid my sheets down that uh, you guys would have gone with not you but the team would have gone with Tina. But that's for, that's for another day. So, but see, that's all the Republicans. So,
5: so you're saying all the Republicans in the state would have uh, elected Tina?
1: No, they wouldn't have. No one wanted Tina. Okay, well, then she wouldn't have won. That's no, what was, but it, no, the inner circle. The oh, open come on. The inner circle whether, of the Republican Party, the Trump won crazies, wanted Tina Peters on that ballot.
5: Of course, but my point is whether she would have, uh, whether we had open primaries or closed primaries, at the end of the day, the Republicans would have been voting for whoever. And if the Republicans um, overall in the state elected Tina, then yes, no. she would have been a candidate, but it would have been not have been an automatic deal.
1: I hope, but I doubt. Taking it to the next step, what what happens? Who what happens next to the Republican Party, Casper?
5: Well, we have to understand why we're losing and what we can do to change that. And right. I believe somebody will step up to fix that.
1: Why do you think the Republican Party got beat?
5: Because we have no idea what game we're playing today Do you We don't know how to win
1: Do you think the stench of Donald Trump Hurt your party?
5: <laughs> well you know It'd be easy to, to blame Donald Trump for all of our problems But our problems go way beyond Donald Trump Way beyond I And mean, we were losing and sucking air Long before Donald Trump showed up
1: No but I'm talking about this election Because across the country I get it. the the the, the, I get it. the the red wave never was- hit
5: yeah, and Donald Trump never showed up in Colorado.
1: No, they told him he not. He didn't to. really
5: endo- – No. They, they Okay, well, fine. No, but, That's fine, but he, but he never showed up, and, and he, he didn't really endorse anybody except for maybe Lauren.
1: No, listen, these people that were they, they – first of all, back when it all begins, when I first met Heidi, she sat in the studio. I said, did Trump win? And she choked. She was afraid to tell the truth. They got Eric on the same mongambo. They got Eric on yeah. tape saying Trump won. They had to be they if had to Donald, be they had to be election deniers to get past the true crazies of the Republican Party.
5: If Donald Trump would never existed, Colorado Republicans would still be losing.
1: I no, I agree because they they, they got some people running going back to Walker Stapleton. Okay. The, the, the last the last the last good chance that they had, they they kicked him in the face, and that was Tom Tancredo. And Tom, okay. Tommy, ran, Tommy ran and damn near won as a third-party candidate.
5: Again, before Trump. So no, I'm saying to right you. Right now, Trump, no, I'm agreeing Trump, with you. Trump, Trump is a problem for Colorado Republicans right now. Yep. But after he's gone, we're still going to have the same problem. Uh, and if I agree. If we don't change what we're doing.
1: That's why I, I, I agree and I agree and I agree. But that's why I'm asking you uh, coming up on time. Who, who gets the con? Who wants it?
5: Somebody that knows how to bring it all together. Who do you like? Um, I'm trying to get some folks to run, and we'll see what they do. I can't mention any names because I don't have their permission to do so.
1: Okay, how's your family? Everybody good?
5: Everybody is awesome. Thank you for asking. I, I appreciate
1: you. I love you, man. Be safe. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we're going to do right. a. a th- we coming up? We're going to talk about the return of the toy run. So, wanted, uh, Blake, why don't you make that call? And I'll do this. As a result, this is true, man. We're talking about. Buying and selling homes. Right now, things are down. As a result, often costing home sellers thousands of dollars in lower offers and painful holding costs. And this is why I recommend my realtor, Gay Ribble. And she's with the Empower Home Team, Keller Williams Realty. Gay already has the buyers. In fact, she has over 14,400 ready buyers looking to buy right now. Give Gay Ribble, and she, of course, leads the industry, getting your home sold fast for top dollar. Nets her seller 6% more on average. Gay, G-A-Y-E, will even guarantee if your home doesn't sell, she'll buy it for cash at a price acceptable to you. If you or anyone you know is thinking about selling your home, call the agent I trust. Gay Ribble with Empower Home Team directed, here's the number, 833-301-SOLD, 833-301-SOLD. Visit dot GayHasTheBuyers.com, gayhasthebuyers.com Gay com, G-A-Y-E, com. It is 1030 on Saturday, a week from tomorrow. We were going to do the toy run again. Please say good morning. It's first time he's been on a radio show with us. Robbie Farrell joins us. General Manager, High Harley-Davidson. How you feeling, man? Good morning and welcome to the show. Pretty good. Thanks for having me, Peter. Yeah, no, it's it's wonderful to have. See, I can hear your cold. We talked the other day. He's coming through a cold. Um, <laughs> hey, get rid of it now so next week you can ride. Um, I'm working on it. It's really interesting. I, I've been part of the toy run for, not back when it started, but because this is the 36th year. But I've been involved with the toy run for 20 plus. Talk about the toy run and why it's important and take it from here.
6: Sure thing, Peter. So, to the best that I that I know, uh, it started back in about 1985 with just a handful of people um, that wanted to do something uh, for the kids, and then uh, you know, obviously supported by a prominent uh, front range Harley Davidson dealership for 35 years, and it grew into the tradition that it is today, where sometimes we see over 3,000 participants. Um, last year, uh, the torch was passed over to Mile High Harley Davidson, and we have gladly held that torch to help keep this tradition alive.
1: Yeah, it was Vinnie Terranova and a handful of old bikers and Rocky Mountain Harley, and uh, yep. they they went out to childrens. And of course, what's happened's happened. And I'm really glad Mile High. I just I bought a new motorcycle this summer from from Mile High Parker. So, and I've
6: excellent. Yeah,
1: and I've always liked. You know, Mile High has always been a it's a wonderful dealership. And we so, certainly
6: do appreciate. Yeah, no, that.
1: and I was really glad when you guys said they were going to do it. Uh, that there, there was the COVID year, and and now it's back. And so you, I mean, it really is a special day. You have to see it to feel the emotion of it. But all these guys, sh- yeah. all these guys show
6: up. Well, you know, it, it does take the entire community to put this thing together, uh, and then execute it right. So, you know, the team at Children's Colorado, uh, the Aurora Police and Fire Departments, the countless volunteers, the riding community, it takes everybody to make this happen. And when you're out there, as you were just saying, and you see the number of motorcycles, you know, people don't realize that 100 motorcycles in one spot is a lot of motorcycles. <laughs> now think about 3,000 motorcycles in one spot. It is just A spectacle to see. And what a lot of people don't realize is that the toy run has become one of the major ways that Children's Hospital Mm -hmm. receives donated toys every year. And the toys that are collected aren't just given to the kids for the holidays. They're used throughout the year for health milestones Mm -hmm. or birthdays and things like that. So this is really the gift that continues to give all year long.
1: Yeah, it's, it's and it's all about the kids. Yeah. I actually know the woman when all the bikers and you bring an unwrapped toy because, you know, the kid has to be able to see it to pick it. And then the next day after we leave, there's a team that comes in and sorts the toys. And then yes. it isn't just the little kid in the hospital, but his or her brothers and sisters get to pick a toy. So, yes, and they almost run out every year right about now. And then the the bikers come in and reload. So I say it again, and th- thanks to Robbie, thanks to Mao High. But the 36th annual Children's Hospital Toy Run is back, and there's it's called the Sportsman's Park, and it's um, east of uh, e- east of Children's Hospital, and you can't miss yeah, it's it. Yes,
6: right about right about Colfax and Dunkirk, mm-hmm.
1: and you got to sign up online, and then go get a you know go get a bunch of unwrapped toys and put them in your trunks i've seen guys riding along with uh, stuffed toys bungee to the back of their bike (laughs) that's always
6: a hit yeah
1: (laughs) and santa claus and it's just a turnout and then you then maohai you're gonna throw a party afterward right
6: yes we do have the after party at maohai aurora
1: okay well i'll tell you what i'm gonna have you on next saturday too the day before we'll post it again but uh you're a good man thanks for doing this and say hi to everybody too it's uh
6: Absolutely, and Peter, we certainly do appreciate your support over the years, that's for sure.
1: Quit it. I said to somebody, I said, you know, uh, somebody made a beef about something a couple years ago. I said, it's little sick kids. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Would you quit, you know? This is not about anything but those children. Bingo. You're the man. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold, and then we'll book you for next Saturday Blake will pick up the phone. The best to everybody, Robbie. Thanks, brother man. Let me throw you up on hold. You got him? All right, we'll do a turnaround. Come back, 710K in U.S. It is 1038, 22 minutes before the hour, 710K in U.S. Saturday morning, two lines are open, 303-696-1971. We'll get a quick drop from Albie uh, Siegel from the Press Club, and the rest of us, this is all open lines. 47 high, 52 tomorrow, 45 on Monday Maybe some snow comes back in. And looking ahead, the following Sunday, that'll be the toy run. It's going to be crisp, clean, and cold. Roads will be dry. We can make the run. You'll feel relaxed and at ease with Twin Aspen Dental Center's sedation dentistry. So whether you need a routine cleaning, a same-day crown, a one-day dental makeover, doctors Richter and Snyder and their team, ease your dental anxiety. My family and I have gotten quality care at Twin Aspen Dental for years. They use the most up-to-date technology, less invasive treatments. I've been through this, man. Um, people have fears of the dentist. I understand that. Old-school fears keep you from a beautiful smile and a healthy mouth. You'll be relaxed and comfortable with sedation dentistry. If you need deep cleaning and you waited too long, look, I did this a couple of years ago. I waited too long, and I got in and got it done. And now I go all the time to get cleanings and checkups. It's been a while since you've seen the dentist. Don't wait. Take the first step towards keeping your great smile and getting a better smile. These are Friends, Twin Aspen Dental Center's office located on Stroh Road in front of the Lehman Academy, Parker, Colorado, on Parker Road. Visit TwinAspenDentalCenter.com, 303-841-7466. TwinAspenDentalCenter.com, 303-841-7466. 303-841-7466 we go to Dave. Dave, you're on the radio show. Good morning and thank you.
4: Yeah, Peter, I have an analogy for you. Okay. Um, anyone who has a car realizes you've got to get a radiator flush. I think the American Republican Party now is going through a huge radiator flush.
1: Tell me what that means.
4: Uh, well, you've got the old coolant in there, which is Trumpism and magism, and you've got the new people, like Joel day would be the new coolant to come in to save the radiator.
1: But he wasn't going to win, I mean, in spite of what Oh, I know going.
4: that. But there other people, you know, like, I like Yunkin a lot. I like DeSantis a lot, and that's... It'll take a while, but that's the new stuff that has to come in to save the radiator.
1: Does the party have to die? No. No, because I'll tell it you, it's, it's, it, it's, having, it's in a death rattle right now, it truly is, in Colorado... I'm only talking about Colorado. It could—I mean—I don't think it's in a death yeah. rattle in Georgia because the, the sitting governor is a Republican. But it's going to be—I yeah. mean, look, Herschel Walker's not going to win, and it comes back to that—he deserves to lose. he oh, deserves. Yeah, to I lose. mean, there's there's—I say that as a Republican. No, no, I, I I agree. And there's this old thing, Mike Rosen and I always had this um, conversation: this part, this yeah. party Trump person, this person Trump party. I, I, Herschel Walker's a horrible person. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, and it's going to get him beat, but he's, remember, he's a Trump put up.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, sometimes. I have, pl-
4: anal- I have one more analogy. I have one more analogy. The wheat and the chaff, which I love. Yeah. To be fair, Trump gave us a huge bounty of wheat, but he got into what's called the chaff, if, which is the bad stuff. If, and he if, obsessed with it, and that. What overcame him?
1: If Donald Trump had accepted that Biden won, shook his hand, gone to the inaugural, oh, yeah. then gone to mar Largo, and been the lion in winner, been the government in exile, and waited, yeah. he could come back very easily. But what he did yeah. and what he did to this country, um, it disqualifies him. He attempted a coup.
4: Oh yeah, he attempted like the trickster in 1960. Remember? Sure. Um, that was real close, but Nixon walked. Did the right thing. Yeah. He came back eight years and won.
1: I think you know had Donald Trump, and he's. I think now I just I just think simply think he's incapable. But had he simply told the truth, Joe won, shook his hand. Yeah. Been there, you know. Left. Gone to marlargo and worked. You know, as they say, the program. Yeah he'd be on his way back right now
4: mm-hmm. oh yeah but now quick he, last point how, how she, about the trio the three people down there at mar my god. it's Milo I didn't know he was part of that yeah. mix
1: it's a I mean it's insanity he's a,
4: he's a weird one isn't he he's very weird
1: but here's the oh, part do you, do you really think that Donald Trump did not know who they were
4: well of course he is but he's I mean, he's <sighs> such an egomaniac he says give me more you know
1: I, I I said you know I said, I made a cut a promo that got me some grief. I can read it, but you think walking in Merlario is like walking into Perkins with two fingers in there? Two a seat for two? No, I mean yeah, yeah. I'm and and by the way, probably the most toxic guy in America was West. Why would you have dinner with him?
4: Yeah,
1: I mean I just don't it's understand. Like, like it. the queen,
4: uh, it's like the queen in, in Snow White, mirror mirror on the wall. Who's the yeah. greatest of them all? Yeah. It ain't you.
1: That's all <laughs> it ain't yeah. you. There's a, the all old right. joke. It ain't Love you. Ah, brother, thanks. Bye. All right, we go. We have enough time. Uh, 10.44. See a blinker. We go to Ben. Ben, you're on a radio show, man. Thank you. Yeah, hey, Peter. Hey, man.
7: You know, I just don't think that the Republican Party in Colorado is going to have any real viable options until the Republican Party nationally starts purging some of the crazy out because it's gotten so ridiculous and so off the hinges. Who like, needs to go? Doing.
1: Who needs to go?
7: The Marjorie Taylor Greens, oh, the Lauren Boebert, uh-huh. um, the Louis Gomer
1: but the Democrats also have Ocasio Cortez, and they have their, they have their. Uh, I mean, if you look at it realistically, Ocasio Cortez is the other side of the coin of Marjorie Taylor Green.
7: But it's not on the same scale. I mean, she's not going out spitting stuff that are just basic, obvious falsehoods. She's not falling for Q and oh, I rhetoric I, know, I agree. things I like agree.
1: that. I agree.
7: She's, it's a policy difference. Like, OK, I don't agree with that policy, but it's not.
1: I, I know. You know I, I, a I, plight, no, I agree. I agree. Blatantly but...
7: false information. How scared? Optim hydroxychloroquine yeah. and things like that.
1: How scared do you think Boebert uh, was in this? You know, and, and what it, what it, I think what happened to Boebert is just another example of Trump.
7: Yeah. Oh, she freaked out. And you were mentioning that earlier. Um, if she had lost by 500 votes, ha, ha. she wouldn't have. She wouldn't have. Continued. She would have been screaming. No, she would have been screaming.
3: This she, was cheated. I was cheated. She, Dominion! Wah, she, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, yeah, she'd be doing the, the Arizona one step. She'd be, you know, and that woman, I watched her talking about, I need people to go to jail for me and fight for me and die for me. And I'm going, that's Donald Trump on January the 6th.
7: Yeah. You know, I actually voted for some of the Republicans. I usually vote pretty left, but um I voted for Pam Anderson because
1: She's a decent woman. Very decent woman.
7: Yeah, she's highly qualified. She's been a clerk for twenty two years and other stuff. And
1: they sent out the nastiest email and they happened to send them to me and they were cutting her throat. The same people would tell you Trump won, they were cutting Pam Pam Anderson's throat.
7: Yeah. And who do they want instead? Tina Peters, Athena Peters. Who, she's probably gonna be in prison.
1: I guarantee it. <laughs> Did you yeah, that the, the, I, the I second, think they got her
7: pretty nailed down on the identity fraud case.
1: Well, the second woman rolled on her, the second employee uh, for, her rolled on her yesterday and said, I'll testify against her if they're looking for immunity, but you know, it's like organized crime. I mean, gonna, yeah. Somebody's going to roll. Um, yeah. But it really, you know, the well-known substance always rolls downhill, as the man once said, and it always rolls down on you. All of this is rolling down out of Mar-a-Largo.
7: Yeah, and Joe O'Day was actually, I think, a really good candidate. But if it weren't for what was going on nationally, I think he would have had a better chance. Because the issue is, is you know, if Joe O'Day wins and the Republicans win the Senate, he's one of the sensible people, but you're handing the keys over to his drunk friends who are driving the no, bus.
1: No, he's actually, you know, I was really impressed. I mentioned the shoot hasn't dropped yet, but he came in, and it's post-mortem. Here's a guy who got beat, right? And normally, you know, that's not a guy who wants to come in and talk. He said, I'll be there. And he came in, uh, you know, he's, he runs a construction company, sits down, and I think he was very, very honest as far as he wanted to go. But he knew. He knew what happened to him. And, I, you know, I got a little heated and said, Hey, look, these people did you. They jobbed you. They stabbed you. You were, you were a stillborn. You were a crib death. You were never getting out of that crib. You know, you were never going to walk. Yeah. And they did it to Pam. They did it to him. They did it. They they call them rhinos, and uh, you know what's a rhino? A rhino doesn't believe a guy doesn't believe a lie. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I,
7: I'm watching the purge from the Republican Party, where the sensible Republicans are now becoming independents, and then the people that still have R's next to their name are the
4: crazy people.
1: That's what I'm saying. Does the party literally have to destroy itself, and like the phoenix bird rise from the ashes, a new party? You know, we have had, pub, We've had political parties in this country change before and you know from from an old from i mean from to an emerging new party but this stuff this stuff is nuts
7: yeah i mean i really hope that donald trump gets primaried and i hope it's a shallow primary with two people
1: what what do you think what, what do you think would happen if trump got indicted for something
7: um they're going to say it's a hoax, it's a witch hunt and it doesn't matter what the facts are on that case. That's right. you know even though if he pretty clearly has done some stuff that looks oh. fairly illegal like the Marwago yeah. documents and everything like that. He's basically admitted that he's taken these well, down there.
1: You got January 6th, you got Georgia, you got all the cases in New York City. What do you think the crazies will do if Donald Trump gets indicted on a crime?
7: I don't know. I mean I suspect there could be some violence. Yeah,
1: Um, They want it. I don't
7: know, because they're an occult. It's not, they're not sane, rational people.
1: No. (sighs) No. I don't know. It was like, and then I asked Goday, you can see it, about when he put the mouth on Trump. I said, you know, he just said, I want to, I said, what happened? And then he was on CNN and everything. He said that he, you know, made a remark about Trump. Trump immediately pounces on him. Because Trump can tolerate no, there's, there's no critique that he will he will tolerate. It's like he's turning on DeSantis because he can he, his personality does not allow for a rival. It just yeah. doesn't allow for rival. So he he reaches out to O'Day in Colorado and he's and he bitch slaps him. And I'm thinking I'm looking at him I'm looking at, at O'Day and I said, Well, you didn't know better? <laughs> you know, like I I asked the guy in the opening, I said, What's wrong with you? You that you, you ran for office in the Republican Party? God
7: I dated a girl that had a sister that's narcissistic personality yeah. disorder, yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. and
7: yeah, and I watch Trump, and it's like this is the exact same well, sure. thing. Like well, yeah. he, he he hasn't been clinically diagnosed, but yeah. I guarantee you he has it.
1: He has <laughs> he has existed before; he will exist again. That's the lesson of history. Good call, thanks, man. Thank you. How's our time? We good? Keep going. We're rolling. All right. Let's go back to the phones. We go to David on the radio show. Good morning.
3: Oh, morning, Peter. Uh, yeah, I'm the guy from out in California, and luckily yeah. enough, uh, we've got a little rain out here, so maybe you'll get a taste of it and uh, good. It here. So, good. Uh, I'm glad I followed that last, uh, 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 you know, interview you just did. The um, you're familiar with the corporate state.
1: It's fascism, the corporate state.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was Mussolini's name for
1: it. Mm-hmm. Corporate and, state.
3: And, uh, and the idea that basically the Republican Party is dancing to the tune of the corporate state, and the crazies that are getting in there are the ones that are actual outright fascists, and they, uh, they're welcoming the Republican Party uh, to the corporate state. And the corporate state is like the old, uh, you know, 100 years ago up in the mountains of Colorado, the old mining towns like Ludlow.
1: Well, the, the company, they were called company towns, yeah.
3: Exactly. Where, yeah. you know, boss man told you what to do, mm-hmm. uh, you owed money mm-hmm. to the company store. Sure. Of course, Pittsburgh. They
1: every, every pre-industrial America, coal mining, they were all corporate towns. named, yeah. uh, named In Pennsylvania, there's towns named after corporations, like there's a town in north of where I grew up called Ambridge, what's well, American Bridge. I grew up close to a little community called Bessemer, named after the furnace. Um and they were you know they named um, Newfield was after the coal mine. So no, I mean I I get that, but you know what I see a lot of it is when you go to like um or you are Silicon Valley guys. They're they're in the Democratic Party. They're they're you know, I I just don't trust Musk and I don't trust any of these guys with the big you know, the big information firms, because I think they're as untrustworthy. I mentioned earlier, I think some of these men, well, I don't think some of them, I believe some of them have more power than Joseph Pulitzer or or the Hearst had combined.
3: Oh, yeah, no doubt. And as a matter of fact, California didn't trust uh, Musk, uh, what, a few years ago when he skedaddled down to Texas because he was not only abusing his – he was given uh, huge tax breaks to to help set up the, the, cars, uh, the cars, the cars, yeah, yeah, the manufacturing, and he abused that uh, and was basically cheating California, pretending to be a liberal when in fact he was. You start looking at what's going on with uh, Twitter, you know, this guy is mm-hmm. either nuts or he's actually trying to develop the corporate state. So Texas was dumb enough to accept uh, a guy who was on the run from prosecution in California. Yeah, he's, so,
1: he's a very strange guy. Um, you know, I always say these things. I mean, there's a great line. It's a great line. You know how you can tell... Um, that the mus builds that car. The um, come on, name the car, Peter. Oh, um, the Tucker. You t- mean? No, 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 no. The one Musk, the uh, the electric oh, car. The Tesla. Tesla. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know how you can tell a Tesla driver. Uh, don't worry. Right? Don't worry. He'll tell you. <laughs> and so now, <laughs> now all these you know the ratalibs and the Enviros who have bought the Teslas now don't know what to do because they're driving Musk's car.
3: Oh, I know. I've driven one before. They're great little cars. Oh, yeah. But the trouble is, and this gets into that interview you were just uh, finishing up with, you know, there are people who, uh, you remember Richard Nixon, when <laughs> when he won in 1968, uh, he used what was called the Southern Strategy. Sure he did. And so the Republican Party had been created to stop slavery, you know, in 1846, I think. Yeah. And they were uh, the party of anti-slavery. The, there wasn't a Republican in the South, basically.
1: No, oh, they were Dixiecrats. They were yeah, all,
3: exactly. Yeah. And and they, the Republican Party all of a sudden embraced Richard Nixon mm-hmm. back 50 years ago. And uh, and that's when they became the party of slavery.
1: Well, you remember and, remember it was and the Kennedys were not these great civil rights advocates that they're portrayed as. But when Jack, when they were talking about when when Dr. King is in Birmingham jail and the rest of those things, and Lyndon Johnson tells him, you get involved in that, you know, and Lyndon Johnson, who was, you know, a a segregationist as a young man, Lyndon Johnson warned him, this is what's going to happen to you. And then, of course, Lyndon Johnson is the father of, um, you know, in in terms of the constitutional guarantees. But he told the Kennedys, you go south and start messing around with that you're going to lose two generations.
3: Well, he was uh, yeah, he was saying more than two generations.
1: Yeah, no, he was, but he but, yeah, yeah. but but Richard Nixon, who was absolutely brilliant, you know, you can look at somebody and say, you know, whatever flaws they have, they're brilliant. Nixon was brilliant.
3: Well, yeah, he was brilliant in, in saddling the it twisted, the, uh, yeah, but he yeah, knew I mean, but he he was knew. he was diabolical more no, like.
1: I agree. I agree, but nevertheless, yeah. there's a brilliance to that and he and they went Good. down, and they they were they were they were the Dixiecrats, the Southern Democrats. So
3: what I was what I was real quick, because I'm coming up, th- I'm, up, I'm,
1: up, I'm coming up on time. Please do it quickly. Well,
3: little, Nixon though. had a political strategy of always shifting every argument to the right, mm. always to the right. Well, they went off the cliff thirty years ago, and and so you know, for you to say that uh, or uh, Alexandria Cortez uh, is bizarre. I mean.
1: No, she she's she's, the, science, she's uh, but she's know? the other side of that coin. I mean,
3: no, she and, believes in science.
1: I know, but every party, regardless, seems to have one side or the other, one side or the other fringes, far left, far right. But elections are one in the middle, and that's what the crazy Trump people. Well,
3: it's the balance between yeah. science and faith. Yeah, but
1: no, I'm just talking about. What they did not understand by going out and telling all these people Trump won and the rest of this nonsense, they didn't realize that the middle class voter just walked away. I'm going to jump. I appreciate it. We'll come back. Quick drop from Abby, uh, Abby Siegel from the Press Club. We'll go back and open lines continue on 710 US.